Alright, what is going on everybody? How's everybody doing today? Welcome back here today to episode 7 of the Triple Option Podcast. What's up Tom? What's up Dom? What's up guys? So today we're going to be doing um, something fun before like the NFL draft gets into full swing. We're going to be giving our predictions on current and somewhat retired for some of these guys. Um, They're kind of pinpoint if they're going to be hall of famers or not so we all came up with three different guys each we're going to be bringing them to the table and do we think that they are hall of famers slash do we think that they're going to make the hall of fame uh we'll get into basically stuff going around the nfl like lamar jackson has requested a trade out of baltimore we all said that he is going to be a raven starting the season any of you guys change your mind about that i don't think so because what team is trying to trade for him like he can request a trade all he wants but no team is really budging yeah, apparently he has zero market for it right now, which is nuts to think about, but that's the world we live in, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if, like, they, well, because also the Jets don't have Aaron Rodgers yet, even though it's on the technicality. Like, I wonder if that doesn't somehow go through the Jets pivot to him, because um, they're going to have to, I des- feel like. Yeah, they're going to be desperate for a quarterback. They already yeah. said Zach Wilson's their number two, so. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm thing- tra- Sorry, there you go. No, no you I was going to say, one, one thing with Lamar is that if he does get traded, it's to the next two first round picks the team has so like there's a lot of rumors going on that teams apparently are just going to wait till after this draft so they can still get a good player and then trade away the next two picks so maybe in a month from now the lamar market will be like up in flames as everyone's trying to get him because the draft just happened but that's like the rumor that's going around right now yeah i like that too because like i wonder if like Say, like, Washington, they had, like, an offensive lineman, and then they just look to give up the two first for more. Because you do have to give up the two first, then pay him. Because I don't know. Like, if I don't get why New England wouldn't just trade Mac Jones and, and two first for him. Or, like, I guess you'd have to give up two first. Well, you have to give up the two first. But, like, move on from Mac Jones. Give Lamar Jackson. I guess. I mean, I still I still have some faith in Mac Jones. Obviously, Lamar's won an MVP, but I don't know. Ah. Yeah. Bill's going to do what Bill's going to do. So regardless yeah. of what everybody else thinks, he's got his own way that he's got a game plan and that's what he's going to roll with. So, Or what about the Colts? Like They haven't had a serious quarterback since Andrew Luck. It's basically been like a QB carousel since then. Like Just give well, up, like I don't know, draft like Skaronsky or, or trade down and get like maybe another pick that you could use in the trade and then get Lamar after the draft. Well, that's the thing. They, they just might be waiting for after the draft then, and then that would work yeah. out exactly how you said. I mean, it screws the Ravens over because they just, then just have to wait to get a, you'd assume yeah. a worse first mm-hmm. round pick in the future. Yeah. And then I guess you're kind of hoping that like a team would give up a top 10 pick for Lamar. Then you could draft like a Stroud or a Richardson or a young, well, I guess like a Richardson or a Levis to like replace him, but that's not going to happen. It looks like, uh, so yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. You can't really replace him with a guy in this draft at least right away. So, uh, yeah, we're pretty much just going to get into our hall of famers. Um, and I, I kind of do this on the NBA side with guys like Blake Griffin, Marcus Aldridge, Kyle Lowry. It's a pretty cool exercise. And the NFL Hall of Fame is definitely different than other sports. Like, So I feel like it's kind of in the middle of baseball and basketball. As basketball, it's pretty easy to get in the Hall of Fame because it's the Basketball Hall of Fame. They'll let you in if you did something in college, international, um, in the Olympics. For baseball, it's very tough to make it to the Hall of Fame. The Voters are very um, strict on who gets in. The NFL's kind of in the middle. Um, you could be a good player throughout your career and not make it, um, and even like a really, really good player and not make it. So um, it, it's just the NFL, right? It's not like college included in this. It's the Pro Football Hall of Fame, so college is professional. Okay, so. okay, okay. That's what I thought. So when I was taking into consideration, a couple XFL studs might get in. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Uh, yeah, I guess like Taylor Heineke can show that on his Hall of Fame resume from the uh, 
Was he in the what was he in the XFL or the USFL? I think I think he was the I, I think PJ Walker was the USFL. I think Taylor Heineke made. I think they both. No, I think Walker. Actually. Walker was XF. What's oh, dude? There's been know, so least, many. They come back. They fold. They come back. They fold. I can't keep track of what yeah. it is. <laughs> there was what was the one in like 2019 when we were like sophomores uh, in college. Was that, that was XFL. No, no, it was one that went no, bankrupt. AAF. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. The XFL, like I think, came around <laughs> and then COVID hit, and then like The Rock bought it. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna get into my first one. Um, obviously, so my first player is Matt Ryan. I'm bringing it to the table. Matt Ryan, obviously, has won an MVP. He has not won a Super Bowl in his career, which is a big thing kind of in getting to the Hall of Fame as a quarterback. Uh, we knew the lead he blew back in, um, I guess, like the 2016 season. And he's going to be I, – I, I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I don't know if he's going to be a first ballot, but he's played a long time in this league. If this was his last year um, in the abysmal year in Indianapolis, he played 14 years in Atlanta – um, he threw over what sixty-two thousand yards in his career. Do you guys think that Matt Ryan's a Hall of Famer? I'll throw it to Tom first. I don't think he's going to be, but I also wouldn't mind if he did. Uh, he is an MVP. He has four Pro Bowls, um, and obviously an All Pro to go along with the MVP year. One thing actually about Matt Ryan is, even though the last five years have all been uh, negative records below five hundred, he still has a pretty decent record, like uh, like well above five hundred. And a two-to-one touchdown-interception ratio, uh, I think, like, it's just he doesn't have much of a resume outside of, like, just the one All-Pro and the four Pro Bowls, like, in terms of, like, actual, like, accolades, which I think is going to hold him back. And just, like, the sour taste probably maybe left in the mouth of the voters after the meltdown in 2016, 17? Yeah. So I'm going to say no. Okay, okay. Yeah, I hate the Pro Bowl. Like, I hate that's what we got to use for this because the Pro Bowl just gets, like, so whack, like... Tyler Huntley was a Pro Bowler this year, and that could be used technically on his Hall of Fame resume. Uh, Dom, what do you think about Matt Ryan? I think Matt Ryan will make the Hall of Fame. I don't think it'll be from his accolades. I think it'll be from his stats. Like you guys mentioned, four only four Pro Bowls. He only has one time All-Pro team, which was when he won the MVP. So besides that one season, he was never an All-Pro. But however, he is seventh all-time in career passing yards. If he plays this year, he can easily move into the top five. I don't... It doesn't sound like he's going to play this year, but either way, he's ninth all-time in passing touchdowns. He's 12th all-time in completion percentage. Tom mentioned he still has a winning record, even though how bad his teams have been the past few years. According to Pro Football Reference, it says he's not really likely to make the Hall of Fame. He's below average. Um, I still personally think he would make it just because you're not going to not allow a quarterback into the Hall of Fame that's top 10 in both passing and passing touchdowns and on the cusp of top 10 in completion percentage. Like, it's all right there for him, in my opinion. Yeah. You know what, Dom? You enlightened me. <laughs> Switching it up. That's that. Those those were good points. You, you can't let a quarterback in that's top 10 and top 7 in all those, in all those stats. I think the cumulative stats will get him in, so... Yeah, I feel like the NFL just loves, obviously, like they put an emphasis on quarterback play. And I think like a quarterback that just kind of played a little bit at his peak um, is going to get in there. And he played a long time in the NFL. Uh, yeah, I, I think he makes the Hall of Fame. Like, do we want to be like strict enough like where we think he deserves it? I think that's just kind of a subjective thing. But if we're looking at of who's made the Hall of Fame in the past, I think, yeah, he, he he's a Hall of Famer in my opinion. Uh, Tom, who's your first guy that you're bringing to the table? First guy, I'm going to say um, it's going to be Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I'm gonna say myself, my own opinion. I don't think he's going to be if he only has what I think is probably gonna be two to three good years left. He's I think he's 27 this year. That'll push him into 29, 30. 
Uh, for a running back, that's about when they start to either sharply decline or retire. Um, he has the one All-Pro, and he had that year where I think he finished second in Offensive Player of the Year to Michael Thomas when he wrote the, the receptions record. That could have been huge on his resume. I think just like two Pro Bowls and one All-Pro is a little tough to justify. Um, I'm going to say at this point, if he keeps it going the way his career has been with injuries and stuff, no. But I think if he has three really solid years in a row with San Francisco, I think he can be. So I'm going to say no for right now. Okay. Yeah. And if, I'll toss it to uh, to Matt first. Okay. Sorry, sorry for cutting you off there. But, like, I think it's tough for running backs because obviously we know about their longevity, too, in the league and how it's just not there. If I'm correct on this, there hasn't been a Hall of Fame running back since 2020, and it was Edgar and James. So it's been a little bit. Now, there'll be, uh, I guess, like, Frank Gore. He'll have the counting numbers, and he played forever. And, like, um, I guess Marshawn Lynch is a good guy for this exercise, too. Like, Fred Taylor didn't make it this year. Um, who's, like, going to be a Hall of Famer? It's tough because, yeah, like, McCaffrey's, like, it's a good exercise, too, because he might have a couple years left, and we really don't know how his career is going to pan out. Um, I think, obviously, like, maybe playoff success in San Francisco could be a big thing if he does win a Super Bowl there. Um, hey, you're more yeah. recognized to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, man, it's tough because running backs, man, it might be the toughest position to become a Hall of Famer uh, over time just because of your longevity in the league. I'm going to say... I'm going to say he's not going to be a Hall of Famer when his career is done. It's tough. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you guys. I think I think he has a good chance to become a Hall of Famer. Uh, 2019, he arguably had the best, I don't know what type of season you want to call it, because it's not just a running back, best combo season ever. He had 1,000 rushing and receiving. Like So that on his resume alone, um, he's not going to win MVP because he's not quarterback, so that's like one bad thing about it. But that was arguably one of the best seasons. Tom mentioned he will be 27 this year, but on the flip side, he's only 27, and he already has over 8,000 total scrimmage yards, which is pretty impressive. Um, if he retired right now today, I don't think he'd be a Hall of Famer. No, no but shot. But if, if he has no, another three-plus, I'm going to call them great years, meaning if he can get another 1,300 total scrimmage yards each the next three years, I think he'll be on perfect pace to make the Hall of Fame. And I think now the way that the running back um, ages are going. You're never. You're just not going to see running backs stick around for 15 years anymore. I think now it's just going to be if you can make it to 10 years, you're considered great and you're considered Hall of Fame worthy. So I think if he can do, get another three plus years and rack up another 5,000 scrimmage yards and finish his career with well over 13,000, I think he'd be on great pace to make the Hall of Fame. Fair case. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess if you can kind of like um, just adapt when he gets older too, maybe be more of a receiving back. Like, I, obviously he's like one of the best receiving backs in the league, but like maybe take on that role a little bit more, and he could be kind of like a veteran receiving down back too later in his career that he can you know pad onto those stats. Dom, who's your first guy that you want to talk about? I'll I'll start with Deshaun Jackson because I want to hear what you guys want to say about him. Um, believe it or not, Deshaun Jackson's thirty seventh all time in NFL receiving yards which is pretty crazy to think about. He had five 1,000-yard seasons and an additional two, which were over 900 yards. Um, he is, if he plays this season, he's got a great chance to break the top 30 all-time receiving yards. However, the downside for him is he's currently only 99th all-time in receiving touchdowns, which isn't really the best. Um, so although his yards are great, his touchdowns aren't great, I think if you have that much disparity you're not a hall of famer so although i think it's closer than people might realize i don't think he's a hall of famer uh i'll hop in here real quick i, I think 
I honestly think there's a zero percent chance he makes it in as a receiver. Now he had some great years as like a punt returner, kick returner. Like we can get to the whole Devin Hester thing there. But uh, you look at some at least the receivers on the ballot this year um, that made it into the finalists. Like you look at Reggie Wayne; he's not even in his like tier. Torrey Holt, Andre Johnson, no shot. Some guys that were left off the ballot that were semifinalists. Like I don't think he's anywhere close to Steve Smith um, Senior. Um, Anquan Bolden too was left off it. Um, I, I I don't think that. Like Hines Ward too didn't make the Hall of Fame this year. Um, and how good he was as a, as a stealer, and obviously I'm biased, but yeah, I don't think Deshaun's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, neither do I. I think he was he had those few really good years, like in the first four to five years of his career, and then he's kind of been like mid for like the last like seven to eight years, and I feel like he's had like a decade of like not being dominant, and I, that's too long, especially like to end his career. Like he's probably got like is he on a team right now? Does he, is he going to play next year? Agent. He was on Baltimore. Okay, so he so, yeah, yeah cuz he was a free agent last year too. So mm-hmm. he might he might play another year or two like it picked up mid-year like he did. I don't think so. I just no. Yeah, I didn't he really has, I didn't I didn't think he was. I just want to see what you guys would say. No, yeah, it's an interesting name and it's like he's somebody that's going to go down as like a good player over time and what we saw with him like play with Vic and a carousel of quarterbacks in Philly. So, no, I like him. I'm going to talk about another receiver here as my second guy that I don't think he's going to play another game in the NFL. Um his last played game was 2021 where I think it was the last game where he threw his shoulder pads off and pieced the crowd with no shirt on against the Jets. Uh, my guy's Antonio Brown. Now, um, if you want to take into off-the-field stuff and you don't want that character in the Hall of Fame, sure. But he is a vital part of NFL history. You could say he was the best receiver of the 2010s because um, kind of Calvin kind of lapped in there. Um, and, and Fitzgerald, you can put in there in that conversation as well. But And Tony Brown was on pace for being one of the greatest receivers ever. Not saying he was top three, but I think he had a good case for being probably top six, top seven, like all time. Like the elite seasons he put up in Pittsburgh. Like, just five straight seasons of 1,500 yards, 1,700, 1,800, 1,300, 1,500, and then 1,300 yards. He was a, a reception god. Like, he had six straight seasons above 100 receptions. He had a season with 136. I think if you're going to not take into account the off-the-field stuff, he is 100% a Hall of Famer if he never plays again in the NFL. But I don't know if the voters um, are going to take in that in consideration. I'm interested to see what you guys say because he was like my favorite player for a while, and it's crazy how far off the like the end he's gotten. But uh, yeah, I think he's a Hall of Famer, first uh, four time, um, first team All Pro. Uh, Dom, what do you think about AB? Yeah, so for my pros for AB, I wrote down seven time Pro Bowler, four time um, All Pro team, Hall of Fame 2010s team. He's got a Super Bowl ring, yeah. six straight 1200 yard. Uh, seasons. He led the league in receiving twice, and his most yards in one season wasn't even one of those years. So that just shows how good he's been and how consistent he's been. Um, my one con for Antonio Brown, I just wrote down he's crazy. So, <laughs> like, he, he, exactly what you said. If you put the off the field stuff aside, he's 100% a Hall of Famer. I just don't know if the Hall of Fame will let him in because of that. So, yeah. I personally think he is a Hall of Famer. I just don't think he'll actually get elected into the hall of fame based on his off the field antics Mm -hmm. yeah i feel the same way like it's unfortunate because antonio brown like i i loved watching him growing up too um he might have been like one of my favorite players in the nfl might have been the my favorite player in the nfl like that wasn't on the giants um i think he had the best prime any receiver we've ever seen like without a doubt like better than I would say he's a little better than Calvin Johnson and probably better than Odell Beckham's because it was longer. Mm-hmm. But 
it's his off the field stuff, and I guess his on the field stuff, considering he <laughs> ran off the field with his shoulder pads. Um, like, I just think that the voters might take that a little too much into accountability. Well, take it into account, maybe not too much, because you know the NFL is they want to make sure, you know, they're they don't want somebody like that in the league. I could I could in the Hall of Fame. I could say it's it's really unfortunate because I love Antonio Brown, but I feel like he just ended like on a note that that the league wasn't a fan of so it's that might leave a sour taste in their mouth yeah like he's flat out just became like yeah he was just like i don't know he threw his career away and dom like when you said that he was a super bowl champion i was like wait no like he was on the team that lost to the packers <laughs> in 2010 and i forgot he won it with the bucks <laughs> in 2020 um which is crazy that yeah he is a super bowl champion yeah. um I, I think he actually gets in i think like because like he'll probably technically retire i would think soon and then five years goes by and then it's like oh maybe it wasn't that bad um <laughs> but freaking hell he was that bad so uh uh tom who's your second guy you want to bring up my second guy is going to be cj mosley um personally i think he's going to be a hall of famer five pro bowls in eight years and only seven of them were healthy so he in all the two years he's been a pro bowler and actually when i was looking it up all five of those pro bowl years he was a second team all pro so he was right there all, like all five times i guess um and he has in great years at baltimore and if the jets they wind up getting rogers well roger lamar seems like that's gonna happen at least they make a couple playoff runs and he's like the the core of the defense on a, a lot of good playoff teams he could really make a case for himself i'm gonna say yes if he keeps the, keeps going the way he's going so don what do you think yeah so you mentioned the five pro bowls and the five <clears throat> and the five time second team all pro and those are great accomplishments the only thing that kind of scares me with cj mosley is that the middle linebacker Hall of Fame in the next few years is going to be a very uh, dense position. You got Luke Keekley just recently retired. Bobby Wagner's probably only got a year or two left. I personally think Levante David also has a great shot if you look at his stats compared to C.J. Mosley. One thing with Mosley, he only has eight career force fumbles, and he's really not that great in pass coverage. I know he racks up a ton of tackles, and he is really like the heart and soul of his defenses. But besides the tackles, he's not really doing much. He's not doing. He's not an elite pass coverage middle linebacker. He's not a huge run stuffing or pressure getting middle linebacker. So like, it's weird because he does have all those accolades and all those tackles, but everything else besides that, I don't think really helps him that much. And because of the density, I'm gonna say no. I don't think he'll get in. That's a good point. One thing. Like, with the density, though, because I think he still has, like, five, six, maybe even, like, seven years left. Like, he could play for another half a decade. And by I that time, I feel like Keekly, what, I think he's been in the league, what, he's been in the league eight years, so he's probably about, oh, you know, yeah, he's probably got, like, eh, maybe, like, four years left, I'd probably say. So he's probably going to be, like, retiring just around the time that all of these guys that retired recently are getting in. Yeah, that, that, could, that could hurt his case a little bit, but I'm going to say if he's a... Seven-time Pro Bowl or maybe cracks an All-Pro makes a couple good playoff runs. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say he makes the case. But you do bring up some good arguments there, so I guess maybe we'll clip this in uh, seven or eight years down the line. We'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll hop in just because it's a shame because how good he was in Baltimore, and then 2019 is what like second game with the Jets. He tore his ACL, right? That was the injury. Tore his ACL. Yeah, tore his ACL. He didn't play the COVID year too. So basically, 2021 was his first time playing in over two years and obviously that's gonna be like a rehab year for anybody like trying to get back on the field and then like his first like full season back like healthy with a full healthy offseason he's a pro bowler again and he was all pro second team i believe so um 
maybe he's back to the CG Mosey of old, and I kind of maybe um, underrated him when you brought him up to this discussion. I think uh, it's tough because, like, Dom did say, like, some of the guys that could potentially make it. I think, like, right now, honestly, if CJ Mosley, like, if you're looking at the best case um, for him, if he can give you four more good years, I'm not saying he's to be a pro bowler every single one of those years, but, like, four more good years, I think he'll actually have a pretty good case um, that I'll say he... I'll make the prediction that Mosey will be a Hall of Famer. Um, It's, like, I think a a risky thing because you look at guys like he's around right now. At least I'm looking at kind of... um, uh, pro Football Reference's Hall, Hall of Fame monitor. Like, he retires right now. He has basically just as good of a career as, like, Dante Hightower, who just retired. But, obviously, Hightower has a little bit of, like, the Super Bowl accolades, which helps a lot. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I, I think Mosey's going to be a Hall of Famer when he retires because I'm going to go out there and uh, I'll, I'll respect the guy. I'll respect the Raven. I got, I'm going to save my big name for last because I, I want to get contentious at the very end. So, uh, second, my second person is going to be Jason Pierre-Paul. He has two Super Bowl rings now. He's got 94 and a half career sacks, which places him 52nd all-time. If he plays another year or two, he can very easily become top 30 all-time in sacks. He's got a chance to be top 15 all-time in tackles for loss. Maybe gets in the top 50 of forced fumbles. Um, the only bad thing with Jason Pierre-Paul, he's only made three Pro Bowls, only a one-time All-Pro player. However, I think you can't overlook those sacks and tackles for a loss stats. I think he actually will get into the Hall of Fame, and I think the two Super Bowls might just be that extra little edge that gets him in over um, some other guys. Yeah, I'll, I'll hop in. I don't think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I think maybe what we've seen from him has probably been the best like um, of like his career. I don't think we're going to see him like go back to how good he was maybe in like 2020 for the Bucks. And I think if he retired right now, he wouldn't be a Hall of Famer. Maybe if we get like somehow an all-pro season from him next year, um, he could maybe get back into that combo. But I, I just don't think he has what it, um, he needs left in the tank to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Matt here. I think he's like, I'd probably play some like, slightly below like the middle point to where I think could be good either way I think he's probably leaning more towards now he he only has one one Pro Bowl in the last 10 years I know he's racked up a lot of sacks but I don't know I feel like he hasn't been like truly like he like 20 was it 2020 was he was he a Pro Bowl or 2019 um 20 it was yeah that was a really good year and obviously um also won a Super Bowl for the Bucks and uh for the Giants in 2011 but I think he needs like he needs like three more years of like the eight to ten sack range, like really propel him up that uh, up that list to where hopefully you know we could see him get in because he 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 is uh, he was a really good player um, and still is pretty good. So and we'd like to see him get into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, if he but plays, I'm gonna say no for right now. If he plays two more years, he'll most likely finish top thirty in sacks, and that's that's including him playing like relatively poor like that's all he really needs to get into the top 30 all time for sacks and same goes for tackles for losses to be top 15 all time i mean he has had six seasons top 15 top 15 that's what i'm saying <laughs> and he he did have top six... 15 top 15 15 is a 15 is a number like 30 <laughs> 40 50 it's like all right a lot of guys 15 uh he did have six seasons with over eight sacks, so that's pretty consistent. I mean, six seasons is still six seasons. He had three seasons where he had over 12, so I think he did have a pretty good peak there. I think the only thing that hurts him, though, is the Pro Bowls and the uh, only one-time All-Pro, but he's got a good chance, in my opinion, if he uh, if he can just play another, like, two years, at, even if it's, like, mediocre. Yeah, no, he, he's going to be an interesting one. Um, my last guy is a corner, 
Um, he just signed with my favorite team, the which was weird. Um, but it's Patrick Peterson. Uh, he spent most of his career with the Arizona Cardinals, uh, basically his peak there. I believe he's an eight-time Pro Bowler. He's been on all Pro First Team uh, three different times. He actually had a solid year um, in Minnesota when you thought he would maybe be cooked and done. Um, it looks like he still has a little bit left in the tank. Um, the Steelers gave him a two-year deal, so we'll see how he ends his career. And I think that's going to be such a vital part. Um, of his Hall of Fame case. Now, I don't think he's going to win a Super Bowl in Pittsburgh because the Steelers just probably aren't going to win one. But I honestly think he has a case for for being a Hall of Famer. I think he will be a Hall of Famer as long as he goes out just like on an okay high note. Like, I'm just hoping his final season, he just doesn't get cooked, torched, and just burnt toast. And then everyone's like, all right, he's done and he's probably not a Hall of Famer. But I think just his peak, how elite he was in um, Arizona, um, I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I think like, obviously Richard Sherman has the Super Bowl accolades and a little bit more team success out there. But I think Patrick Peterson was just as good in his peak um, and I'm going to give him the Hall of Fame nod. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree with you for sure. He has three All-Pros and an All-Decade team and mm-hmm. eight Pro Bowls. He was a Pro Bowler, either a Pro Bowler or All-Pro every year from his rookie year, 2011, to 2018. That's mm-hmm. like a true, like almost a decade of like dominance. I think that that for sure gets him in. I think, um, I, th- I think he definitely makes the Hall of Fame and de- deservingly so. Yeah, in the NFL, that's tough, man, too. And doing it as a corner, which I think is one of the hardest positions to play, like especially yeah. in the NFL, Like I think he'll get it. Dom, what do you got? Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think the key here is that since he made the Hall of Fame 2010 team, the 2010s, like the decade team, I think that will carry so much weight when the voters go to cast their vote. They'll see like that this guy, it really was. Like Tom said, it was a nine-year stretch, I think it was, where he was either all-pro or or a pro bowler so like just that peak alone i think will get him in and he, he does have the stats to back it up he's got uh 34 career picks and over 100 pass deflections like he's he's good he's great in that aspect with his stats he also was really good at punt returning too early in his career mm-hmm. so like he didn't really do it for a while he only did it for about like a year or two but it is just something else to add to his resume all right so my last guy another defensive back um i got tyron matthew and i'm gonna say he Pretty similar resume to Pat Pete. Um, he also has three All-Pros. He's got the All-Decade team. And he also has the ring from the Chiefs when they beat the 49ers. I think he for sure gets in. Um, like Dom said, like I feel like that All-Decade team, that's going to carry just so much weight when he retires. Like I would say probably get like you know four or so more years till he retires, maybe three, four. And that's like a huge thing on his resume. He has the Super Bowl. He has the All-Pro. Um so I'm, I'm going to say yeah, and going back to like his college days, remember how good he was on LSU? So he was like, he was supposed to be like the first player, the first defensive player to win a Heisman, and he was like one, like one of the favorites going into that season. I forgot who wound up winning it that year after he wound up leaving LSU, but he was so, so, so good, and being that good in the SEC was ridiculous, but I think he, he definitely gets in the Hall of Fame. So, yeah, um, I think if he if he keeps playing for another like three years at even just like an average level, I think he'll get in. If he if he decided to hang it up tomorrow, I'd say no. Personally, I I just don't think he has enough stats. If he said no, but if he plays another like three years, I think he's a lock. I think he'll rack up enough stats to make it. Um, so that's the only I'm gonna say yes, but with a little asterisk. If as long as he plays another two or three years, yeah, he still got some career left. Yeah. Um, are we counting Charles Woodson as a defender in college? Because he did win the Heisman too, but he did play a little bit of receiver at Michigan. He played both. 
Yeah, and he was a kick returner too, so he kind of did it all. But I don't. I actually like kind of was looking at. He was on the All Decade team, Tyron Matthew. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Who did so like he what got him as like the strong safety? I'd assume. Yeah. So, uh, or I, mean, I guess he could have been the free safety. So I'm surprised he beat out. I think um, he played both actually. Like uh, he he switched halfway through. Like he switched like halfway through the decade. Yeah. Like was was Earl Thomas on the team? Earl Thomas. Um. Well, he was he was the free safety. So he was he probably made it as the strong safety. So I'm yeah. not sure which one they considered him for. And then I guess um, if you're looking at say. like talent peak, like he might get it in over like Cam Chancellor too. Or I'm just trying yeah. to think of like a, like a goaded safety from that decade. Um, Troy Polamalu, but I feel like he was a little bit. He was a little. Yeah, he he was more in the 2000s, I would say, than the 2010s. Yeah. Eric Berry a little before too. Ed Reed Dude, was before. Eric Berry was good, and then he came back from. Like, yeah. He had cancer, right? Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Um, but he was very good. Yeah, like Tyron Matthews definitely like kind of just like exploded since coming to Kansas City. Um, I don't think he's gonna get into the Hall of Fame. Um, we'll see how he kind of is. He he's on New Orleans this year again. Um, I didn't know if he was a free agent still, or he was a free agent. I believe agent, he's I still. Like. I think he's still under contract. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess we'll see how he does in New Orleans. Um, I think he's definitely somebody to monitor. I think like same with T.J. Mosey. I didn't make maybe realize like how good of a case and like yeah, if you counted college, like dude, he was, he was like insane. He was like the one highlight tape like I'm watching like out of LSU. How good he was for them. Um, and then he obviously got kicked off the program. And then I wanted my Steelers to draft him. Um, when he got drafted, and then he fell to the third round in like 2013. Um, to the. Yeah to the uh, Cardinals. I was like, how? And then, um, yeah, so I don't think he gets in, but uh, I think he's definitely somebody to monitor and um, definitely better career than I thought than just kind of looking at his accolades again. I wonder, I'm going back, like, in that draft, I'm looking, because he fell to the third round. Like, how many first-round talents? Like, it was good, but, like, in terms of DBs, you had the infamous D. Milner pick. Oh. Um, DJ Hayden, oh. uh, Kenny Vaccaro for the Saints, Eric Reed, and, like, you know, these... Desmond Trufant, all like these DBs, like I feel like I mean obviously, I guess he slipped. Well, it's because of the off because the field of the concern. Thing, right? Yeah, it was yeah. All off. But like I wonder if those teams looking back and they're just like I wonder if we should have just pulled the trigger on uh, on drafting uh, Tyron Matthew here. Mm-hmm. But whatever, hindsight's always twenty twenty for these teams and in general. So all right, Dom, give us our last one here. All right, so I'm gonna set the stage before we even get into it because I feel like this guy has probably been in an exercise like this thousands, millions of times over the past few years. Eli Manning, former quarterback of the Giants. I'll start with the pros. He does have two Super Bowls. He is 10th all-time in passing yards. He's 10th all-time in touchdowns. However, he's got a career 117 and 117 record in the regular season. He he did go 8-4 and four in the playoffs, but if you do that math, that means he went 8-0 and oh in two of them and 0-4 oh and in the other four. He's also 12th all-time in interceptions. He's 7th all-time in fumbles. And I found out today he's 60th in career passer rating. Just to put that in perspective, Case Keenum is 52nd and Marcus Mariota <laughs> is 31st. So I, just, I had to just put that in perspective that. before we even skewed that. It's a passer rating stat. I don't know how you can skew it. <laughs> but um, anyway... I personally do not think Eli Manning should be in the Hall of Fame. Yes, he has the two Super Bowls. Yes, he made two great playoff runs. But besides those eight games, he's merely an average quarterback. And I'm going to stick with that point. Tom, actually, let's have... I want Matt to go first, and then we'll have Tom uh, clear it up for us. All right. Uh, dude, I just remember arguing this so much with, like, my Giants <laughs> friends when I was younger. I'm like, who's better, him or Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah, no, it was. And oh, uh, no, I, I always said Ben was better than Eli. I thought you were going to say just a Hall of Famer or not. So, 
I guess I'll give my case. I think Eli makes it. Um, I don't think he makes... I don't think he deserves to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I think, obviously, the two Super Bowls and beating, like, one of the greatest teams ever um, against the, the undefeated Patriots can get him in. Uh, he did not go out strong, man. He looked abysmal towards the end of his career. Obviously, he was just getting older, and those giant teams weren't really good to protect him. And, I, man, like, if you're looking at talent, there's so many guys that, like, I would say maybe have a better case. Like, if you're looking at, I think, like, pure talent peak, like, I'm taking Phillip Rivers, I'm taking I'm taking Matt Ryan over them, and um, just because of the two Super Bowls, Eli's going to get in. And if he didn't win, I think maybe even one of those um, but you can't do what it could have should is. Uh, I think he gets in. I think he gets in on the second ballot. Would I vote him in? No. Okay. Well, unbiased, of course. Of course. <laughs> I'm. 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 I'm gonna say yes, though, because the, the biggest, the biggest thing for me, like I completely agree with the fact that outside of those two Super Bowl runs, like there weren't that many crazy memorable moments in his career. Like he's at a 500 record all time, but. The thing, the thing that I think is going to put him over the edge, it's the fact that, and it's not even like an on-the-field thing so much. Like, it's just the personality that he is, like, around the league and around the sport of football. Like, aside from that, he also has a Walter Payton Man of the Year award. That, I think, is going to carry some weight in terms of getting him into the Hall of Fame, being a leader, um, both, like, in football and, like, in the community in general. He has the Manning cast where he's on Monday Night Football every week with Payton, like... That I feel helps, like just being around the sport and being that well respected around it for that for this long, I think is going to put him in. Like two Super Bowl MVPs is and uh, he's top ten in all these all time um, passing stats. That's like a debatable argument. Two Super Bowl MVPs helped him infinitely, um, but I think just how respected and how like good of a leader and just overall like person in the community is off the field that has to do with football. I think is going to get him in. Maybe not first ballot, maybe not second ballot, but eventually. I do think he gets in for sure. Everything's taken into account here, not just him being on the field. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to go back. Like, he, he's definitely going to get in. Like, I'm changing kind of my opinion on it. Like, just the guys around him. Like, like I think Matt Ryan gets in. I think Phillip Rivers gets in. Ben Mossberg is going to get in. Um, like, Mahomes could retire right now and get in. Russell Wilson could retire now and get in. Maybe Stafford's a good exercise as well. Or maybe even Cam Newton, who's won an MVP. But, um, yeah, I think Eli Manning gets in. For a quarterback, probably deserves it um, just because he'd be one of the greatest teams ever and has had, like, a very good career for a quarterback. So, um, yeah, I, I don't mean to, like, hate on Eli, but not a first ballot guy. So, if, if the NFL Hall of Fame was more like the MLB Hall of Fame, where, where it was stricter, would you change your opinion on Eli then? Yeah, but I also change it for a lot of people because there's probably a lot of people looking back, like going back to the 50s and 60s, that you could say, really, that that guy's in the Hall of Fame looking back at his stats. So I okay. think if you do it for Eli, you got to do it for everybody. I have an exercise. So basically, every quarterback that's in the Hall of Fame, I'm going to go through them and let me know if Eli is better than them and some guys okay. that aren't in the Hall of Fame. So Tom Brady? No. Yeah, no. Payton? Nope. No. Rodgers? No. No. Favre? No. No. No, oh, Favre has three MVPs. Come yeah, on. but Favre also has like so many interceptions and like, but yeah, he's still he's still good. In my, yeah. Uh, all right, I'm just gonna rattle off a bunch because I think you guys are gonna obviously say say no. Uh, Unitas, Montana, Breeze, L.A., Marino, Steve Young, Bradshaw, any of those guys, Joe Namath. I mean, Joe Namath probably. You think? Did I? If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Joe Namath had, did not have the most desirable stats in the entire world. Uh, he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. So, so did he. 
<laughs> well, it was a different yeah, era yeah. too, obviously. But um, yeah, no, he didn't have like the most desirable stats, and you can make an argument like maybe pure skill that he was better. Um, I'm just oh, thinking no, like no, no, no. But, but let's let's just let, let me do one thing here. Joe Namath all time record: 62, 63, and four ties, and touchdowns: one seventy three and two twenty picks. Yeah, different no. error, man. Different error. Different error. <laughs> oh, all right. You know yeah. what? Regardless. No, no. That's an that's an argument for sure. Um, like you can make an argument like, is he better than Kurt Warner? Um, is he an argument like he's obviously not better than uh, Troy Aikman? At least uh, maybe no. like you can just like with accolades now. Yeah, like you have like Jim Kelly. You have I honestly won't make an argument for Len Dawson or Sonny Jurgensen or Ken Stabler. But I don't know. He would obviously I, he would get in the Hall of Fame and maybe an NFL historian could tell me he might be the worst quarterback in the Hall of Fame, which is fine. There's always going to be a worst quarterback in the Hall of Fame. Um, I'm just wondering if he's going to be like that. But I'm sure there's an anomaly from somebody that played in the 70s. That's probably the worst. <laughs> So, yeah, um, that's basically everybody there. We kind of uh, just made um, our predictions if some of these active players are going to make the Hall of Fame or if these guys are kind of done um, with their careers, if they're going to be in the Hall of Fame or not as well. So, guys, if you have anything that you argue with or agree with, let us know in the comments. Anybody that you want to mention that you think um, should be a Hall of Famer that we said no or shouldn't be a Hall of Famer that we said yes, let us know down below in the YouTube comments. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Pod, uh, we'd appreciate like a, a rating and review over there uh, greatly. And then we'll see you guys um, in the next episode. And, um, yeah, we'll see you guys later. Peace. See ya. See you guys.